WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Madison Holcomb. It's Thursday, March 3rd, 2022. A new exhibit featuring art by survivors of the Auschwitz concentration camp will be premiering at the Vermilion County Museum Sunday. The display will feature 24 panels with reproductions of drawings, sketches, and paintings depicting experiences within the camp and arranged in the chronological order of what prisoners would have experienced upon their arrival. Museum director Susan Richter says she hopes this exhibit will help educate and inform visitors in a more tangible way and will help visitors realize this kind of cruelty is still possible. It did happen, and because, like the last panel says, because it happened, It can happen again. The exhibit will be on display until the end of March before it moves to the Danville Area Community College and then the Illini Hillel Center in Champaign. The museum will host a grand opening on Sunday afternoon, an evening program on March 17th, and a children's program on March 19th. For more information, visit the Vermilion County Museum's website. This Sunday marks 15 years since a bombing in Iraq killed 26 people and wounded over 100. The Center for African Studies and the Center for South Asian and Middle Eastern Studies will commemorate the tragic event tonight through a night of poetry held at the Cranert Art Museum. The cultural centers plan to pay respect to the lives lost during the bombing through public readings from an anthology titled Al Mutanabi Street Starts Here. The writing is a compilation of responses to the attack. The two-hour event is open to the public and is scheduled to start at 4 p.m. The Chicago Symphony Orchestra will perform tonight at Cranert Center for the Performing Arts. The orchestra, led by conductor Pavo Jarvi, will perform Berlioz's Symphony Fantastique in Roman Carnival Overture, along with Chopin's Second Piano Concerto, which features pianist Benjamin Grosvenor. The established Estonian conductor will lead the orchestra through Berlioz's portrait of romantic obsession, a tale that includes a witch's Sabbath, a guillotine, and opium-induced hallucinations. The performance is currently sold out. To be placed on the waiting list, visitors are encouraged to visit the Cranert Center website. Face coverings will be required at the performance, along with proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. The White House released a new plan for controlling the COVID-19 pandemic yesterday. The plan includes four goals, which are to protect against and treat COVID-19, to prepare for new variants, to prevent business and school shutdowns, and to help vaccinate the rest of the world. One of the new measures would be for people who test positive to immediately be treated with free antiviral medication. The plan also states mask mandates on airplanes and other public transportation is expected to be lifted in about two weeks, but that date may change based on the state of the pandemic. For the plan to succeed, Congress must increase funding for aids such as at-home tests, COVID-19 treatments, and data collection for detecting new variants. Major League Baseball remains in a lockout after three months, and Commissioner Rob Manfred announced on Tuesday that the first two regular season series of the season will be canceled. The MLB and the players associated have continued to negotiate in an attempt to reach a new collective bargaining agreement, though there are still significant gaps between the two sides on several issues. 
These discrepancies include the competitive balance tax threshold and the minimum salary. The players are asking the minimum salary to be well over $700,000, while the league's proposal is over $100,000 below that mark. This is the MLB's first work stoppage in 26 years, marking the first time since 1995 that opening day will not be played as scheduled. Players and MLB officials are expected to continue negotiations through the rest of this week. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Owen Henderson, Natalie Murillo, Emily Crawford, Jane Knight, and Jackson Janes. Our arts and entertainment editor is Mac Dudley, our political editor is Jane Knight, and our sports editor is Jackson Janes. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. For WPGU News, I'm Madison Holcomb.